The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. All right, boys and girls, my name is Myers Wilborn, and my key spirit is... And we are rocking a special podcast because I am here live at Taco Mac and Prado. And we'll see how this goes because we may or may not keep this depending on how things go. If it doesn't go well, we'll discard. But I'm here and we're here with the folks at Devil's Backbone and head brewer, brewmaster, Jason Oliver. Rocking it. Just had an amazing beer dinner. Went to five seasons. We'll talk about that later. But we had some good beer. Jason, what's up, brother? Uh, hey, I tell you what, Nabias, like, you know, the beer dinner tonight, like, was one of the best I've ever been to in recent memory. It's badass. And I tell you why, because, like, I tell you what, the, the tenants, so every beer dinner is different. Every beer dinner is an organic thing. It has to do with, like, really who's participating in the beer dinner. Right. And who's participating in the beer dinner is not just, like, you know, the presenter who tonight was myself. Right. Uh, but it's also the people in the audience. And the audience was awesome. And the audience was so attentive yeah. and interested. And, like, we're, we're soaking up. And Well, you talked a lot. Yeah, yeah, I talked a lot. But they shared their passion. And they loved it. They, and, and, and I will talk I talk more when people are receptive and, and want to hear it. And so I thought, like, seriously, tonight was, like, one of the best beer dinners I've done in a long, long time. I mean, that was a fun. That was a five-course meal where we walked it down. By the way, I had Jason on about four months ago. So we're getting him back on again just because, I mean, it was so badass. So, man... What was your favorite course of that meal? I had my favorite. What was yours? Well, you know, the, so going into the meal, I was really excited about the Vienna Lager and uh, the cal- Calzone. The Calzone. With By the way, guys, it was a bratwurst. bratwurst. Yeah. Bratwurst Calzone with the goat cheese. And that bread was so puffy and so soft and so divine. I ate the whole thing myself. I was a big boy. Yeah. But so I was looking into the calzone because like Vienna Lagers has always like paired well with uh, pizza and calzone, you know you know, it's it's almost like a folded pizza. Yeah, the sauce on the side. Yeah, you got the sauce, you got the cheese, you got this and that. And, and so it works similarly. And the bratwurst being kind of Germanic in nature, being a lager being Germanic in nature, I thought it was like, you know, win win. And that thing worked fantastically. But I really thought the 16 point Imperial IPA. Oh, with the duck confit. Yeah. With the carrot. And gnocchi, the, yeah. the gnocchi. So, wait, first of all, yeah. with the gnocchi, with the with the carrot and the potato, with the carrot sauce there, man. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, so I thought, like, you know, like that imperial IPA, that hoppiness, that richness. But, but you know, you have the richness of the gnocchi. Uh, you know, duck can be sweetness of the gnocchi. 
and then you have this happiness of a double IPA. It kind of like cleanses up the fat. Because like, you know... Because the duck has a little bit of duck fat to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, comfy is like meat cooked in fat or ancient fat or whatever. So, so like fat on top of fat. It's fat on top of fat. And Which so you, describes me, but you're going to go there. Well, you need something potent. You need right. yeah, double IPA to break it up. that shit. Yeah. And so that double IPA cut through that. I thought it brought life to it. And so... And so every deer, every uh, dish in a beer dinner is unique. Every parent is unique. Some people resonate to one thing or another. I'd have to say that my favorites of the evening. Uh, I was not disappointed. I was most looking forward to the Vienna and the Calzone, and I was not disappointed. But, but I was blown away by the Imperial IPA, the 16-point Imperial IPA, and the Duck and and the black lager with uh, the initial tacos. And guys, I'll tell you what, guys, listen to Beard Edge on the Seas Minute Work. My name is the Vice One Name on the Keys, Beard Edge. Shout out to Colin Miller for allowing me to do this each and every week here on the Seas Network. So from there, I will tell you what my favorite was. What's that? Oh, the coffee flan with the morning cocoa oh, beer. Oh, so good, dessert. So look, I poured a little bit of the morning cocoa beer yeah. onto the coffee flan. Tell us about the morning cocoa beer. Yeah. So the morning cocoa beer, the first coffee beer I've ever done in my life. And it won uh, bronze medal 2012 or 2010 World Beer Cup. So and that's the same. That's the same year we won a uh, small brew pub of the year. So you kind of bragged a little bit. Yeah, so, so that was a, a, a contributing factor. But that's a, I've never went to coffee, but I put some thought to it, and we had a really good imperial style called uh, Dead Bear, and uh, we, we've done these variations. Morning Bears, uh, the coffee version. We've done Wood Bear, which is the Wood Edge version. We've done. Uh, Cocoa Bear, which is the Cocoa Nibbed version. So we've done these very these versions, but the variations they call it, or things, whatever extensions, it's called. Or extensions, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but the, uh, the the Morning Bear paired well. Man, that flan was that flan was so good. Oh, it was. It was on point, man. And they had the coffee, had the cinnamon, and so when you smell the flan, then you go and smell that beer. It just is fragrant. It's effervescent. So those coffee Coffee beans, where'd you get it from? So, we got uh, both the coffee beans, so we split our, essentially, this is a lineage of our heritage, you know, really. So, half the coffee came from Nelson County, from Trigger Brothers Coffee, which, organic free trade coffee, uh, from where we originated from. And then uh, half the coffee came from Lexington Coffee Roasters, Roasters, which is about a quarter mile down the road from our production Brewery. And so, what we want to do is, like, you know, really bring both lineages together where we started from and where we are now. So, beginning to current or beginning to end, depending on how you want to look at it. But, and so, so initially, you know, we use one coffee, but now we try to bring in as we expand, you know, like, you know, it's a very uh, holistic kind of view. Uh, so, yeah, we use two coffees from one from uh, Nelson County and one from Lexington from uh, 
Lexington and Rockford Channel. And so, man, shout out you guys for supporting local. Because here's the thing, right? We always say with beer, drink local. But when beer actually gets their stuff from local products, that's where the game really unfolds for everyone, right? But it's, it's an opportunity. It's a great opportunity. And, you know, I think we're really lucky as brewers. When we had that opportunity, we should take it. Nice. And then, you guys, you're out of Virginia. How has the Atlanta market treated you so far? Well, I'm a brewer, not, not a numbers guy, but I tell you what, I love coming down here. Uh, just, yeah, you know what? I think Atlanta is indicative of the national scene. Right. We have a great scene down here. You have so many good brewers, and you know we you have a lot of out-of-state brewers too. And I think I think what we can offer is you know just sort of a a slight a different vibe, yeah, a little, a little different vibe, a little slight fill to the niche. Like you know, not a lot of people do lagers. We do lagers. You know, so I think, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's great to be here. I think we feel a cool little hole in the niche. Right, a niche. And, and the niche. Yeah. And guys, listen, speaking of where you get your niches filled, you can do it right here on Beard Is, on the CSB Network. My name is Tobias Woodward, and my key is Beard Is, and I am here in Taco Mac at the Prado, little chilling after the beer dinner with Devil's Back Over, man, Jason Oliver. Listen, guys, we're going to ask him one more question. They're going to take a pause for the cause after this. So, Jason, man, when you look at a place like this, you come to Atlanta, and you look at those four taps with your beer, right. how does that feel being so far from your spot but seeing Atlanta beer there? You know, it feels pretty good. It's weird, but, like, you know, I've been all over this world, all over this country, and it's, it's really cool to see your own beer somewhere. And, you know... I'm tonight. This is post beer dinner. I'm drinking Atlanta beer. I'm drinking Georgia beer. I'm trying to like you know see see what's going on here. You know, right. but uh, otherwise, you know, I don't know. It, it's drinking really, your it's, stuff and yeah, seeing it in well, different places. Well, yeah, yes and no. It's so complicated, but like I love seeing it up there and like, you know it's. Uh, well, guys, listen, this is what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to quick pause for the cause. Show some love to the wonderful sponsors who allow this podcast to be on for free each and every week here on the CSPN Network. Then from there, I'm going to ask my man Jason a few questions about the base camp, the big brewery, what's coming next for Devil's Backbone, not only in Atlanta, but nationwide. So stick and stay with Beer It Is, and we'll be right back. This is Tim Dog from the Compa Chronicles. Make sure to join myself, Agent 70, Dirt, and Roddy Cat live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss the latest breaking comic book news and also review the new comic books each week, along with discussing TV shows, movies, and much more. And make sure to go to our website, theclicknation.com. You can listen to the Comic Chronicles every Friday by subscribing to the Cold Slither Podcast Network. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars Podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This episode of the Beer It Is Podcast is sponsored by Busted Tees. Your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friends' attention. 
Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. Cleverly themed t-shirts inspired by movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, geek culture, and much more are on sale right now. To help keep our podcast free, you can order from Busted Tees by going to our official website, cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then clicking on the Keep Our Podcast free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Busted Tees banner, and then you can shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. Alright, boys and girls. My name is Bryce Wilborn. I'm on our key. It's beer it is. Shout out to Classic, shout out to Melanie for allowing me to do this show each and every week on the CSPN Network. And make sure you guys go out and support the wonderful sponsors who allow us to keep this podcast absolutely free for you each and every week as we take you around the country and the nation in craft beer. So, again, I am here at Taco Mac Prado. We'll post beer dinner with the folks from Devil's Backbone. I have Jason Oliver. He was a previous guest. Have him back again. He's got the fedora. He is not fucking around, but he's going to walk us through some beers. So, we'll start with that last beer. That morning cocoa beer. Tell me about that beer. Walk me through it. Then Jason knows everything. Get me inside it, man. So, the cocoa bear is the derivation of our dead bear imperial stout. The dead bear is an English style imperial stout. And so. That's old school, by the way, guys. Yeah, you know. Back to the 1500s. So, not meant to be as uh, blatantly hoppy as, you know, some other maybe contemporary versions. This is like kind of like, you know, the base of this beer is the old school. Russian Imperial Stouts as the English may have brewed in uh, the 18th and 19th century. But what it, what it allows for is a great jumping off point to uh, to, to uh, derivate. And uh, so this one is our, you know, stock dead bear in English style Russian Imperial Stout that we had coffee to uh, from both the origins of our first brewery and our production brewery. And so we try to blend, you know, two aspects of uh, terroir and local businesses together. So, um, you know, the result, you know, it's just a rich just coffee. Full, sipping, robust. Sipping beauty, you know. But it also comes up at a 10%er, so no, open over 10%. I'll say we're right. That's a good question. I gotta look at my Notes, but uh, the, the ABV is 11.1% ABV. Either way, it is not one to take lightly because you'll, you'll have to understand that beer, in fact, it's a coffee on that nose. It is effervescent, it is up front, it is pungent, but on the back, it gets really smooth, has a little bit of molasses, a few other things going on there, man. Yeah, you know, it's like some of that comes from like uh, the raw, the raw sugar we add to the, the stout itself. Uh, some of it has to do with uh, the fact that we cold steep the coffee, so it's not a hot extraction; it's a cold extraction. Mm. So, yeah. So, what's interesting about the you know Morton Bear Coffee Imperial Stout was that this is the first beer 
that I ever have done a coffee beer of. And actually won a bronze medal at the 2010 World Beer Cup. So I've never made a coffee beer before Morning Bear. Wow. Never had. That was the first one. First one. Wow, that's impressive, man. And so then from there, we're going to go from there. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other beers. Talk to me about the 16-point IPA. Yeah, so six point. We brewed for a few years. Uh, we brewed for a few years at the pub before it got kicked out for production. We brewed it um, in a four pack, and then a uh, twenty two ounce bomber, and then it went out to went out of production for about one or two years. And then this year we decided to get like, hey, it's time has come. Like this is great beer. Let's release it. In, let's release it in a six pack, and. It's done really great, and this beer won a silver medal at the 2015 Australian International Beer Awards for International IPA or or. Um, so how many medals have you guys won? How many awards have you guys won? Oh, it's kind of hard to tally. It's uh, kind of hard to tally. Oh, that, that, we call that hashtag humble brag. But go ahead, talk to us. I don't know, man. Like it's probably like maybe twenty nine. Great American Beer Festival Awards. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Only 29. And uh, probably like 11 World Beer Cups. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, a couple here and there. Six star medals. And we got, and we got the Brewery of the Year Awards and stuff like that, but that doesn't matter, I mean. Then what does matter? What does matter is allowing this to continue. Here's what matters. It's like really just... What matters is like allowing it to continue. Like let's let's continue to chase our stream collectively and uh, make the beer we want to make. You know that's the dream. That is the end result. Like all these like awards are great. Awards are kind of like you know validations. They're trinkets. Awards are already doing. Yeah. Yeah. They help us along, but you know. And what's great about those awards, in some degree, they, they allow us to continue to do what we're doing. And I think that's great. And, I, hey, if I can continue to brew the beers I want to brew... You want to rock them out? W- w- without any interference, I'm going to do that. Rock that shit out, yeah. And you know what? I'm in that place. We, at Douglas Backroom, we can brew the beers we want to brew without much interference. And you know what? Here's the thing. It's like a lot of our beers are very solid, straightforward beers. Vienna lager, black lager, uh, short bass, pale ale. Uh, you know, some of the beers you had tonight. And you know what? These are normal beers. And you know what? That's okay. And here's, here's the thing. Not everything has to change change the, the face of beer to be good. You know? You know what's kind of funny right now? I think what has to change the face of beer is just to be good, you know? Inconsistent. Yeah. That's what I think. Anyway. And that's the thing I don't, people don't realize is, can I brew a consistently good brew every single time, every single way? So, from there, tell us how many states you guys are in and what's coming up next for Devil's Back Home. So, I think we're about 12 states. Uh, we're from Georgia up until Manhattan. We're not in the rest of New York State, but uh, so 
Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. Virginia yeah. You know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we go as far west as Ohio. Uh, we're going to, you know, we got some extension goals for the next year, which will be uh, Kentucky, Florida, you know. But, but you know, it's... it's um, Right, and somebody blew out. But, um, so, you know, so, so what we're blessed with, like, it comes back there, like, too. When I started there back in 2008, I started there largely because, like, we started as a small blue pub with, like, you know, no illusions of grandeur, okay? Right. You know, we started as a, a small brew pub, and, but the equipment was really good. Yeah. And that's what that's the money. That's what hooked me on it because, like, I was staying in DC. I loved working and brewing in DC. DC is a great town. But I saw an opportunity to start something from the ground up. And you took it. And I took it. And the equipment sold me on it because those steady art first, yeah, first class. And my style of brewing was very uh, technically oriented. Not everyone's is. And so I, you know, I kind of like, you know, just sort of sunk in. And also I had uh, freedom of uh, expression. Like, you know, I told told Steve and Steve agreed. It's like, hey, do do you want? Do you want? I'm like, okay. And so, so that's where it all began. But it evolved since then. And now I work with a team of like, Got hundreds. I, I, we have two hundred people that work with us. Devils back then. Wow. In varying degrees, like you know, we have about sixteen brewers. We have you know, sixteen, packaging, and uh, then again, sales and marketing. And so I'm gonna get you out of here on this. Yeah, Somebody yeah. brew house. How big is it? Not the base camp, but the big one. A uh, hundred and twenty barrel brew house. Hundred twenty barrel. That, that makes you on the top. So, in the country, yeah. so if we want to run it 24-7, or at least uh, a little over 24 hours, we could brew what our original facility could do in a year, in one day. So, so original facility could brew about 900 barrels a year, that could do in one day. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. So then, what are you guys producing now? How much beer are you making a year now? Well... I'm not supposed to really go into numbers. Okay, it's always, always a, a fluctuating thing. But uh, I'll tell you what, it's uh, always upwards and uh, onwards. So a lot of beer being produced. Like I said, you told me how many states you were in earlier. So there are a lot of places that was backbone. Check them out. They're doing some crazy stuff. And it's only getting crazier because I talked to their pathfinders. I talked to some of the distributors. Some of the people... The head brewer who I'm here with now. And, so. you, know, and you know what? Not always so crazy, which is crazy. Oh. Oh. Just threw it out there. Mind blown. Boom. Boom. So again, guys, I'm telling you, stick and stay. This is Dubai's Wood One. Beer it is. I'll have more. Check these guys out. Do some great stuff. And we're out. Sorry about that.